Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Dedenner. Deden. Dedenne? Dedenne? You tell me. I don't know. I would call it Dedenne. Dedenne. Do we want to, should we go consult? Uh, Dedenne. But that's Italian. The lady on, on Google who tells us how to pronounce things. Yeah. Oh, it's here. Dedenne. 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 My nickname, Dedenner, works, works. Even works. on the Smogon guide, they have question marks where they're not positive. <laughs> it's like Dedene or Dedena or Dedene. Wow, they don't even have Dedene. Come on. Come on. Anyway, Dedene. AKA Tanner Greenring, and I am joined, as always, by my co host, Haluchash. Halucha. Halucha. Two fun ones to AKA say. AKA Joshua. Fielstead. That's right. Welcome back, Joshua. You've been away. Back on my home coast. You've been away and California we, to Washington. We have been not recording. And now we're gonna do a marathon record tonight. Because we've accomplished two legs in one sitting. Yeah, and they honestly felt still shorter yeah, than the second short. leg of this region so far. Combined. There is even some business in this episode. There's going to be a little business where we have to like go to a set piece and like learn some lore. Uh, and it was still pretty brief. Yeah, it was very brief. But before we get into that, Joshua, and we get into the leg, we've got some business to discuss. You and I went to get professionally trained as Navy SEALs, and then we uh joined delta force and we got on a like a tomahawk uh jet fighter and we parachuted into the jungles of thailand oh yeah to airlift out our friend james yeah uh we finally got to do battle with 3-1 idra i forget how he said it 3-1 idra Three one Idra. We just call him James because we're close. We're buds. We even met his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what was her name? Do you remember Cheryl? Cheryl, I think something like that. I'm not gonna risk. I'm it. Sorry, we don't remember Cheryl. <laughs> not gonna risk it. We were told that she listens to the show sort of over James's shoulder a lot and has become a fan of it. That's the power of that podcast word of mouth or just uh, playing it out loud and. Forcing people to listen until they hear it so many times yeah. that they become a fan. And we like it either way. That's called the street team, and you should all be doing it. <laughs> so we finally did our battle and, and bug catchers this uh reminder. Well, let's explain, let's explain to the people who haven't been paying attention to the outros w- what's going on. Well, that's what I was about to do. <laughs> oh, okay. You can have it. Can uh have James it. is a bug catcher who is on Reddit. I, I should let you do it because I actually don't know that much about Reddit. <laughs> Bugcatchers on the subreddit reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, where you can just, you know, post whatever you want. We do have one thing that our friend Mike Levine does, where every week when we're doing a main series game, he posts a level check thread and you can post your own level checks of where your team is at if you're playing along with us. And then everyone can upvote the ones that they like the most or found the most compelling or maybe just because somebody had a really rough week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And James won this past season overall. Uh, it was close. I think he won by one upvote. But he was doing King's Lock. And so respecte for that. Respect but then also he was posting his team in a Yu-Gi-Oh card format. Right. Because he was naming his Pokemon after Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So it's like bonus points. Actually, I think a few people did image macros, which I was very impressed by. Uh, but James did the whole package. We barely even have time to do our level check graphic each week. Oh, my God. Uh, and it, this is our job to some degree. Yeah. <laughs> so we faced off against James. We finally found some time. He came home from Thailand uh, and we battled him. And he... Uh, started the conversation by telling us that his Pokemon are EV trained. Oh, uh, yeah. So troubling. And I reminded him that I don't know what that means. <laughs> but it sounded pretty impressive. So I don't think we uh, thought that it was going to be much of a, a battle. Yeah. Let's tell him there what his team is. So we made our uh, level 78. None of us had reached that with all of our Mon, but they're all in Pokemon Showdown. So we just leveled it out. And James came in swinging with an Embor. 
a Hydreigon, a Flygon, a Zekrom, a Golurk, and a Gold Golduck. Yeah. So a couple of, you know, regular dudes in there, but then a couple of uh, pretty big boys. Serious hitters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Josh faced off with him first, and he, Josh did manage to whittle him down to a Pokemon or two, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but James ended up, uh, well, he ended up trouncing us three times. I don't even think I killed a single one of his Pokemon, did I? I think you got... I got maybe two, one. Two, maybe... Yeah, I'm not confident. Uh, and then you faced off against him again, just as a another spin around the lap. And I got him down to one that time, but it was still... Uh, God, who was the finisher? I don't remember. I think it was basically always... Zekrom was just a huge problem. Yeah, his Zekrom was a nightmare, especially for you, because you had nothing that would counter it. Yeah. So yeah, congratulations, James. He now owns the podcast, so... Everything we're doing is in his name and his honor. Yep. So everything we say and do now is endorsed by James. Yep. Um, this is officially a, a Fur Affinity podcast now. Fur Affinity. Check is the, actually the entire uh, entire show now. It's not a segment. It's the whole show now. And that's endorsed by James. And he wants everyone to know that. So that was a suggestion. Enjoy your show, James. Congratulations <laughs> on winning the battles. Yeah. Well done. Respect a... But catchers, if you have an interest in sending us home in a body bag yeah. this season, you can still start doing that trainer of the week, the level check posts uh, on the subreddit. Yeah, but guess what, dummies? We're in charge of our teams this Yeah, this we're season. unhinged this season. So. <laughs> we get to make whatever teams we want. Make it even more embarrassing when we lose. Joshua Silage City. Mm-hmm. We're here. We have just taken on Grant and we've just booted his flimsy butt right off the top of that giant aggro crag. That's right. And then we claimed a piece of that radical rock and we made our way down and back into the Silage City. And then. And then. I got out of there. There's not a whole lot more to do. Yeah. I hightailed it north because I remembered from when we first got here, there was like a Team Flare grunt who had like scurried off, but we couldn't go yes. north at the time to Route 10. The Menier Trail. Yeah, to the north is Route 10. So Route 10 is a bunch of trainers and some grassy knolls and then lots of stones. Yes. And it's the Geosenge, except... It's weirdly sort of a parody with the name there to Stonehenge, except we're in France, supposedly, and they're not arranged in any dignified way. They're just it's just rocks all in over rows the place. and they just look like big rocks. They really want us to care about rocks this week. Yeah, they were really shoving stones down our throat. I really wasn't interested in any of the rocks, uh, but this is one rocky area. There's plenty of of catching spots gear and then there's uh lots of team flare grunts littered about as well who will give you a little bit of trouble and by trouble i mean like they will harass you they're not hard in any way they've all got like hound doors and gold bats yeah bro gunk and uh electric it's at least more diverse than a lot of the evil syndicate teams that we face up against like it's not all poison or it's not all like dark there's a mix yeah you trounce all of them and maybe you do some Mon catching, which I did. Joan of Arceus did. Yeah, I caught some Mon here too. Um, I've mostly given up on the dream of catching them all. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. Uh, you you honestly made it a little longer than I thought. It's just too too much work. I've been doing a fair amount. I don't know off the top of my head what I have now, but I have been out in the grass because we haven't gotten to do this in a while. And I've just been like, I've been looking for a specific mon, like I was trying to get an Electrike here, but I've been catching most of them for the most part. And I'm seeing you can get an Eevee here now, yeah, which I did not I see. I was going to say the same thing. I've been I've been catching them most. Uh, I like won't hunt down the like ultra rare ones that are like 1%, unless I really want it. Uh, but I, I am catching most of the things. I did catch a little sweetie that caught my eye, mm. who is also... 
Joshi's sweetie. Or should I say Joni's sweetie? Halucha. Halucha. How, hey, Halucha. Halucha. Um, you think Halucha is a sweetie, huh? I both think that it is a good design and kind of a sweetie and like a fun guy. And it's also, uh, I wanted to pay a little tribute to our guest, Drew Scheid, who was on last season and he's really into halucha yeah it made me sort of reevaluate halucha i i like halucha you don't seem super sold i wish he had an evolution i'm like turned off by pokemon that don't evolve into anything yeah i still do struggle with that i feel like it's like a bias from the first gen that i've still never really gotten over but i it's tough when the mon is not particularly like intimidating you know but this is no like chat hot at least yeah yeah you know you could tell halucha's got some spunk and some fight yuck (laughs) where did you catch the halucha they're here on route 10 they're in the grass here you know who i have some appreciation for that i never thought would be true is um yanma and whatever yanma evolves into oh they really make them look like little helicopters (laughs) i like that Yanma, I was never into, and then once they introduced Yen Mega, I was like, "Oh, now I get it." Yeah, Yen Mega is sweet as hell. Yeah, I like them, even though they're just like gross little bugs. It's like an attack helicopter. Yeah, they do look cool. They look like attack helicopters. Um, and Yen Mega's actually got like pretty good stats. Well, maybe we should. We're running Yen Yen Megas now. Maybe I should do one of those. What is it, flying bug? Yeah, it's a heck of a combo. You know, that is also, speaking of um, Mega Evolution, which we're going to do a lot of this episode, <sighs> how is there no Yan Mega Evolution? Mega's right in the name. Oh, yeah, Yan Mega Evolution. I am. I have resisted the urge to look up which Pokemon are, are Mega Evolvable. Spoiler alert. But we will get to that, Joshua. We're not there yet. We still just have these dumb rocks that Professor Sycamore gave us. Uh, and we don't know how to how to use them. We both have uh, Venusaurite. Yeah, uh, and we do find out the one little like piece of lore that you get from this route, as far as I remember, is that some guy like offers up this information that someone named Colress, who we all know, I know him, once told him years ago that these stones emit a special energy and like leaves it like that. Why are all the like, stones just all these stones energy. with like special energy, but like. Where is it? Do you remember like and Colress is a scammer, by the way. Gold and silver, where they're like, hey, here's this like ancient temple full of unknowns, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens with this. And then nothing fucking happens with it. Yeah. They're constantly giving us shimmering stones and glowing stones and stones with strange energy, and then never fucking paying off any of it. Fuck these rocks. And that's that's true of Route 10 too. Uh, lots of little cuties in here. Lots, lots of trainers to battle. But once you're through it, you're in Geosenge Town. That's right. A, a wildly unnotable town, except <laughs> it's got the more stones that are like arranged. Three big stones in the middle. Yeah, of it. still no they Stonehenge. They don't do anything. No, except they have. Uh, they've been there a long time. It's like a good looking town. It's not my kind of town. Yes. Yeah, quaint little kind of cabin like houses. It's here. like Lake George, you know? Yeah. Quaint. It's like the Berkshires. Yeah. I guess it's probably, oh, I mentioned Barasurab in my in our debut episode. It's sort of like some whatever provincial French village. Mr. Bonding is here at the Hotel Marine Snow. He's ready to bond. He's ready to bond with you, Joshua. And he's got the speed power this time. I'm still collecting these O powers like it's a requirement, even yeah. though I don't use them. And I don't really know how to use them. I still want them, but uh, I have not set aside the time to actually doing it. I suppose, you know, it's experience share. I think you tried it out last episode a little, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah. It's just really not as useful when we're not surrounded by other people who are playing this. But do you even need someone... I kind of got the impression that it was like a temporary like buff specifically for PVE. Oh, is it? You know, for two seasoned Pokemon professionals who are playing these, this game, we sh- sure have not spent a lot, very much time with uh, Mr. Bonding. And of course, 
Bulbapedia is fucking down right now, so I can't learn anything about Mr. Bonding. I'm so interested in him. Yeah, they are PvE as well. And there's actually a lot. There's one that's like hatching power, so it can help eggs hatch faster. Yeah, we got that one this week. So there are some that you can use on yourself and then others. So we definitely should be doing this. Yeah. And that's on us. Well, we are collecting them. We just have to activate them. It's so simple. We just need to be doing it. Some skater girl. All right, we'll give O Powers a shot. Uh, the skater girl from the song Skater Boy. <laughs> Am I correct? In the end of that song, she becomes a skater girl. Am I remembering that correctly? I think so. Skater boy. Oh, it's spelled with an eight. Of course. How could I forget that? Here's what she says. Do you want to try singing it? You know the beat? He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for her. Now he's a superstar slamming his guitar. Give him a beat. Sorry, girl, but you missed out. Well, tough luck. That boy's mine now. We are more than just good friends. This is how the story ends. Too bad that you couldn't see. See the man that boy could be. There is more than meets the eye. I see the soul that's in they do get together they rock each other's world she becomes skater girl and then she moves to the kalos region to become this uh, annoying pest named corinna who just like stalks you for an entire like quarter of this map i think she bothered us in sillage as well yeah we first saw her last week although i think she was just like about you know like somewhere she, last was, she was talking to grant and then she skated off and grant was like come meet me in my gym or something like that so that's when she first it's like swim fan that's when she first got her little like her little taste of lovemaker 69 she just saw lovemaker 69 out of the corner of her eye and she was like i have to know more about that intriguing man i must follow that skater boy so then she invents a reason on route 11 to attack me she's like oh my lucario has a crush on you (laughs) yeah Let's battle. We do know that Lucarios are quite popular on for affinity, so that's probably <laughs> Well, they're true. quite popular in f- the fucking Kalos region too, Joshua. <laughs> Jesus. Which we will get into in a little bit, but yeah. she jets off and she tells you to come uh, take her on in Shalor City. She is the next gym leader. Even though we, we already had to beat her, so it's like, just give us the badge, you know? Yeah, just give us the badge. because Like, we already know you have two, two Lucarios. You're 25 <laughs> Lucarios. <laughs> the game is up, sister. Route 11 stands between us and Shalor Town. Mirwa Way. <laughs> Mirwa Way. I love all their little names for these routes. Mirwa. 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 Route 11, Joshua. I have something to say. I have one thing to say as well. It was home to my You Make Me Bark Pokemon. Tell me about it. Well, to tell you about it, Josh, I'm going to have to issue a trainer danger. Oh, it's a double header. Two segments for the price of one. Uh, there's a couple guys here named Brains and Brawn, Frank and Sly. <laughs> Uh, named after the Stallone brothers, I believe. <laughs> I think really? Sylvester Stallone has a brother named Frank. He's in Rocky. If that's really what they were thinking about here, I, this is. I wonder if this is still a Nob Agasawara uh, joint. Gotta be right. So this is a new double battle trainer archetype: the brains and brawn type. It's a black belt and like a psychic. Yeah. Who do a double battle with you? And this particular black belt and psychic, Frank and Sly Stallone, <laughs> had my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Machoke and Mr. Mime. What a, what a dream team, huh? Oh, sorry. I got distracted. I was trying to look up if Frank Stallone is a smarty pants. Is he psychic? <laughs> you know, does it make sense? <laughs> what, is he the brains of the operation? <laughs> uh, Josh, what about this duo? What about this, this power couple? Machoke and Mr. Mime. That's disgusting. What a nightmare. I, I, You're still looking it up, aren't you? I, Frank Stallone is the, is the brother. <laughs> is he smart? Is he psychic? Fortunately, normal. Does it say? Just search, is Frank Normal Stallone Wikipedia is still working. Psychic. 
Well, he's a guitarist, so he's like a musician. Maybe he's got some some smart lyrics, some uh Yeah, maybe intriguing compositions. What Josh <laughs> Their mother Jackie Stallone was an astrologer and TV psychic and had her own psychic hotline. Oh yeah. All right. Respete to Navagasawara or whoever did the English translation of this game. Must be like huge Stallone. That's heads. a clever Easter egg for this brand. And, and bronze I need deal. your I need your input on their disgusting Pokemon. Okay, team. okay. Now let's get into it. They have a Mr. Mime and a Machoke, and yes. they fight you together, and it's gross. I'm trying to get the sprite now because Bulbapedia is down, which is causing a big problem. I need to be reminded of how hulking and veiny. The Machoke oh, here. Is. I can just show you a picture. Oh, I got it. Oh, yeah. You've never seen the veins like this or the little, like, spines on its head like this. Yeah, his blood is, like, his blood is, like, pumping extra hard because he's so, you like, can just see it up for Mr. Mime or something. Speaking of, now those are some big pecs. Look at those things. Look at these guys. He's bursting out of everywhere. Oh. God. What a team, huh? And the, the Mr. Mime with the like essentially always open, like disgusting mouth. <laughs> and the really stupid like <laughs> bulbous cheeks. I caught one. I did not name it after a bug catcher. I wouldn't do that to you guys, bug catchers. That was really kind of you. And then what else happens on Route 11? I just had a topic to bring forward. Okay. I... Got another look at this Dedenne. And I was like, wait a second. Here's my Pokemon conspiracy theory. Is Dedenne the prototype, even if haphazardly, for regional variants? Because, like, I know there are a bunch of different, like, Chu knockoffs, Pachirisu, Mimikyu. There's so many. But, like, this Dedenne, this is just literally a Pikachu size, like, tiny Raichu rip off awful lot like Raichu <laughs> it's the same color scheme yeah here's what I don't like about I Dedenne. also want to just talk about Dedenne in general but I want to put forth that theory I think it's sort of interesting it's only one generation out from regional variants so oh wait I don't know regional variants happens in sun moon oh yeah that big uh yeah. ex- executor well, we get my we get my sweetie uh Alolan Raichu as well oh ran Alolan Raichu yeah yeah, I think Dedenne is is strange. It looks just like Raichu. And why did they do that? What's the point of this? And also, why does there one signature electric mouse in every single game? Is there one in every game? Probably. Oh, maybe that's the thing. Let's think about it. Well, we Pikachu, have Pikachu, Pichu. Pichu and Plessy and Minun are in Gen 3 and 4, right? Is Plussle, is that Gen 3 or 2? I don't remember. Gen 3. Okay. Okay. So it's Pikachu for one. Pikachu, Raichu for one. Yeah, Pichu, Pichu for, for two. Gen 2. And then Plusy and Plusle and Minun for uh, three. For f- three. And Pachirisu. Then, yeah, Pachirisu for four. Imolga. Oh my God. They're starting to sound right. <laughs> I mean, people must have already figured this out. And we're just <laughs> two dub dubs. Was Imolga four or five? Um, Amolga is five. All right. And then Dedenne is six. Holy shit. <laughs> so they have introduced electric mites in every single. Blowing this wide open. Every single game. And does it keep going, though, is, is my question. Is there a. I guess we'll find out. Electric mouse in Sun Moon. Yeah. It's, we're going to be hunting for these mites. Well, we, we have a Lowland Raichu, so I think you would probably count that. But I can't remember off the top of my head if they introduce a net new one. This is our new gimmick. We're, this is a new segment on the show. We're mouse hunters. Mouse hunters. Yeah. And it's got like badass like Dog the Bounty Hunter music. Definitely. That Josh is going to have to cut together. <laughs> Mouse hunters. So on this episode of Mouse Hunters, we cut Dedenne. Yeah, and um, uh, overall, I don't like it. And I kept reflecting on, um, it's just too easy, you know? Yeah. The other one that I was upset about, Meowstic. Oh, yeah. You see that? I think we had to fight one. Yeah. That's so lazy. Meowstic, it's got Meow in the title. It's got Meow in the title. It's its name. 
It's Esper's evolution. And it evolves into two different ways. I'm guessing male and female. There's like a white one and a blue one. That's right. There are a lot of psychic type Pokemon in this game. Yeah, but I don't like love a lot of them. No, I don't love a lot of them either. I probably will just end up sticking with my Delphox uh, because it's fire and psychic rather than importing one of these other just purely psychic Meowstic that's so lazy, even if it is pretty cute. It is a little cute. <laughs> Joshua, I wasn't demanding that you change psychic type. I have no problem with you using Brakeson. Um, is that what did how did you say it? Well, Delphox. Oh, oops. I have a Delphox now. Oh, the final flaw. Okay, well, let's talk about that when we get to it, Joshua. But first, we have to get go make our way through Reflection Cave. Yes, an intentionally annoying spot. <laughs> yeah. The second you get through the door of the cave of Reflection Cave, there's a big sign that says, "No rollerblades, no bikes." Yeah. So you just got to walk on your damn feet like some kind of Neanderthal. I thought it was kind of a nice touch in terms of like, uh, maybe it's some sort of, you know, don't uh, disturb everybody who's reflecting. Yeah. Or whatever. Pretty handsome little cave they got here. Yeah. It's a pretty standard cave in terms of the layout, but like, yeah. it's got like glowing like crystals. It's got actual like, like reflective mirrors. Walls. Yeah. That, uh, that look really slick. And then the environment will interact with them in kind of interesting ways where like there will be trainers that are reflecting, like looking into the the mirror. And then if you walk past them, they'll challenge you even though their back is to you. Yeah. So I don't know. thought it was kind of nice. Chill music, chill vibes. Make your way through the cave. There are also plenty of uh, team. Are there team flare people in here? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's regular people. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is all just regular people. So you just you make your way through it like a dang cave. Like this is a dang Pokemon game. Yeah, I found it trying at times, which is in particular because not once, but twice was I hit with horde encounters of Mime Jr. Oh, wow. Did you experience this? No, I got a different horde encounter in, in Reflection Cave. I mean, it's just truly, just truly a terror. Five mime juniors. That's pretty horrifying. Look at that. Look at all of those. Ugh. Terrible. They're so ugly. 3D has not done any favors. And I mean, I don't know at this <laughs> point what a favor could be for these two, but like the mime junior and Mr. Mime line. Wow. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Arguably never looked worse. I got attacked it's by... it's too close and personal. I got attacked by a group of Roggenrollas who had a, a a little, a cheeky little guy with them called Carbink. <laughs> Does Carbink evolve in anything? Um, it must, right? I don't know, but I caught a Carbink, and I actually had something to say about Carbink as well. It's Rock Fairy. It does not evolve. That should evolve. <sighs> this game sucks. <laughs> Uh, Carbink, Carbink has a crazy, you know, like sometimes you get a Pokedex entry where I think like, oh yeah, like the, like the drift bloom. It's like steals children. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the strongest Magikarps have been said to be able to leap over mountains in their like, you know, path to evolve (laughs) into Gyarados or whatever. Yeah. Or one of the Pikachu ones is that it has like a hundred thousand volts or something. And it's just like, that would just kill anybody. Yeah. And it's like, you just, you just don't have to go that far. You don't need to open up the lore of the games to this much scrutiny because Carbinks says that it has slept underground for hundreds of millions of years since its birth. And then it's occasionally found during the excavation of caves. Okay. Why is it hundreds of millions of years? Yeah. It just leaves me with more questions than answers. Exactly. Pokemon company. It's like interesting lore, but it just doesn't need to go that far. Make it a hundred or 200 years, you know? Oh, it's different in X. His Pokedex entry in X is born from the temperatures and pressures deep underground. It fires beams from the stone in its head. So that's cool. No mention of the fact that it's hundreds of millions of years old. It's older than God. Exactly. And also it should evolve. When you look at this, the top part, I want I wanted to evolve because I want to see the full thing because I feel like it's kind of a sweetie. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm like, it just, and it's fun to say carping. 
scanning some of the other Pokedex entries, and it really does set up quite a little little piece of lore here. In Ultra Sun, it says, Some say that deep beneath the surface of the world, a pack of Carbink live with their queen in a kingdom of Wh- jewels. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the Carbink queen? Yeah. Kingdom of jewels? Now, that's a good scheme for a criminal syndicate. Their whole thing should just be trying to drill to the center of the earth and find the carving <laughs> queen in the, the kingdom of jewels. Queen. Yeah. It's said that somewhere in the world, there's a mineral vein housing a large pack of slumbering carbink. It's also said that this pack has a queen that's in shield. The queen. So we're really learning a lot about carbink. We're doubling down on the queen thing. Yeah. I like it. I like carbink. I wish it had an evolution. And I am sorry that's such a sticking point for me, but like, you have this fun mechanic. Why wouldn't you just give it to... In fact, Pokemon Company, you like evolution so much that you gave me a reason to do even more evolutions. Right. You game. decided to tack on extra evolutions. <laughs> but then you made all these new Pokemon who are just unevolvable. Carbink is begging for an evolution. Uh, Queen. Car Queen. Yeah, it could be the Queen. It's sitting right there. You're on the other side of Reflection Cave, and you find yourself in Shalur City. The seaside home of the Tower of Mastery. Yeah. Which we have been told to go to because Sycamore accosted us via hollow clip at one point, I think before Reflection <sighs> Cave, to be like, why the, Why can they just call go me? Go see the Mega Evolution guru. I'm just like going down the, the street on my bike, and all of a sudden the game stops and like pulls me into a cutscene, and some freak's like, hey, I'm just calling you to tell you this boring thing that you don't care about. Right. I it's like when have a new appreciation for like Gen 2 when I could just tell people no they weren't allowed to have my number. I didn't realize that these freaks could just call you whenever they wanted. I know. It reminds me of now like when this happened to me I was like this is just like when you're having like a chat, a text conversation with somebody and then they suddenly convert over to an audio message and then I have to sit and listen to it. Oh, if you send me an audio message, it's never getting listened to. Right. Unless you know that I'm like in a situation where I could do that. Like, say I'm in a meeting or something. Now it means I can't listen to that. And you're holding up the whole conversation until I can (laughs) listen to it. And also, like modern phones, you can just talk into it and it'll transcribe your your speech into text flawlessly. (laughs) And if if and when it's flawed, it's funny. Yeah. (laughs) So it's making this whole interaction more delightful. So, Joshua, we step out into Shalor City. We take a few uh, steps into town, and we are stopped by Trevor and Tierno. And do you know what they say to you? No. Boys, you have to go take a break. (laughs) So we're going to. Joshua, welcome back to Shalur City, home of the Tower of Mastery which we have to go uh, check out. So let's make our way up there. The mega evolution guru is here, according to Sycamore. Mm-hmm. So we make our way north and we climb the the tower. Um, Mr. Bonding is here. Well, we get Mr. Bonding at the Pokemon Center, which uh, I think that's like his new spot when he doesn't have a hotel to go to. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, he can't always can't always convince them to give him a free room and then he just sort of passes out on the floor of the Pokemon Center. He's like, please, I have speed powers for you. (laughs) I have money. I can afford the the most exquisite hotels in the land. And he has a dynamite pink suit. So yeah, he's But it's really the only thing I've seen him wear. So I don't, maybe sort of down on his (laughs) luck. It's the only one he's got. (laughs) And uh, then you go to Tower Mastery. And yeah, we go to the Tower of Mastery. Let's quit fucking around, Josh. This thing has a sweet backdrop. It does the camera thing where it like zooms in and then it makes you like walk up to this thing. And it's basically got a little like sand spit that you follow to go up to this giant like tower uh, that's walled and it's got like beautiful landscaping all around it. And I was like, wait a second, that looks exactly like a world wonder in Civilization VI, aka a real thing, <laughs> which is Mont. You mean a world wa- a world wonder in the world? Yeah, real world wonder. Yeah. That's a better way of putting it. The uh, Mont Mont Saint Michel. How do you say this? Uh, where are you? Mont 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 Saint 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 
Sans. Sans. Michel. Why are you asking me? I don't speak French. Well, you know what this thing is. It's that castle town that's uh, on a little, it's just on basically a sand, like a, it's on like land, but uh, the yes, it's on water like water around it is so low sandbar at most times that you can just walk out to it on a sandbar. But when it's at high tide, you can't get to it. Right. It's cool as hell. And the one in France, does it have a big statue of Lucario well, in the center? I haven't been inside the castle walls, so I can't say for sure. Pro- they don't include that in the uh, construction animation in Civ. <laughs> they should. It could be in there. It probably is. That's an important part of the structure. At least it was here. Yeah. You head inside. It's pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> You head inside the Tower of Mastery. Karina and the Guru are here. The Guru is her, is her grandfather, and his name is what? Do you remember his name? He has the silliest name. The Mega Evolution Guru. No, he's got a name, but I can't remember what it is, and it's not in here. Gherkin. Gherkin, <laughs> Gherkin and he's got two big eyebrows that are like so long that they're like longer than his yeah. face, and they go off. They peel off sort of like a handlebar mustache. Gherkin. Uh, at some point, Tierno gives you an intriguing stone, yeah. and Gherkin asks to see it, and then like throws it out the window, and he's like, Psh! "To a normal rock, peasant, get this out of my tower of mastery." <laughs> so you learn all about mega evolutions, and yes. it's revealed that Karina and her grandfather Gherkin have just one mega ring that activates Z powers or whatever they're called. Is that the next game? That's the next game. Activates <laughs> Mega Evolution. Activates Mega Evolution. Mega rings, yeah. So you and Serena have to fight for it. And then they're just like, they're like, hey, guess what? You do have a rival now. It took four gyms for us to figure, three gyms for us to figure it out. But like, at some point, someone's like, ah, it must be nice to have a rival. It's like, well, what am I doing with all these fucking pan monkeys then? <laughs> I can't wait to hear about their levels and everything at this point. <laughs> Um, and then we have to face off against Serena. You know what I did, Joshua, when this cutscene happened? What? Immediately turned off my Game Boy. Oh, because you need to And have... went back and loaded my game and put those sweet little Pam monkeys in my party. What level are those? Not very high. Those things these days. Not very high. I was thinking about maybe changing up the roles of our understanding because most of the time I just bring them into battle with three good Pokemon and right. never use them. There's, it's sort of pointless. So I was thinking maybe I would have to use them. They're the only three Pokemon I can bring into battles with our rivals. Okay. All right. I mean, sure. The contract is sealed. I encourage you to not do it, but if you want to do it, then I <laughs> I endorse you as well. It's happening. It's happening. It's already <laughs> happened. Um, so I faced off against Serena. She had a meow stick. She had an Absol, and she had her trusty uh, Quilladin. Yeah. Whatever. Meow stick and, and Absol are fine. I still think Absol's absolutely disgusting looking and i can't believe so many people love it it's cool i saw some like list the other day where it was like listed as like one of the coolest pokemon i think just think it's it is dumb i know i'm i'm you happy to like be wrong it's asymmetrical right that's one of the problems that's probably part of it yeah yeah that's what makes it interesting neither is Meowstic. well Meowstic, i think it's just showing off its tail in the it's little uh illustration or in the and it's a little scarf they can go any it can go anyway the two tail yeah yeah. Yeah, it was Calum. He's got the same shit. Did he have at least have a Well Frogadier? Oh yeah, he has the opposite gender Meowstic, at least, which is kind of fun. That's right. Okay. You beat her. Obviously, you beat her. And she says, Okay, that sucks. Now I'm your rival. I'm gonna destroy you. <laughs> now I'm bent on killing you. And then Corinna immediately goes back on her word and is like, Okay, fine. I'll give you the mega ring. But first, you have to prove yourself by coming to my gym and beating me in uh, in Shalur gym. Just always forcing us to battle. It. I immediately called my attorney. <laughs> Wasn't this a handshake agreement? <laughs> so, yeah, we just have to go to the gym then. So we head back down and we head into Shalur City and we take on the gym. Oh, my God. This is a nightmare. This gym. Joshua, I would love to hear about the Pokemon you brought into Shalur gym. I will tell you in level check. It's level check. What you got? Let's see. There were a few changes. Uh, 
but I'm holding on to a few Mon at least for this leg, and I can tell you some of them for next leg as well, because uh, that's what we're about to do after this. Yep. Here is a new one, and this is what I was working on in that egg, although it's less exciting because you revealed last episode that you had one. I don't know how long this will last, but I have Sir Hugh, Sir Hugh Kennedy, Honage. Ooh! Level 27. Honage. It was level one when it started, so... <laughs> Welcome to the team Han Edge. Yeah, I'm liking it. It's already pretty strong if it gets set up. Do you think it's pronounced Han Edge or Honge? Honge? You're saying Honge? Yeah. Honge? Well, if you're using the E to make the, the O Hon-edge. long. Right. It could be Han Edge, too. I think it would just be Honge. Honge? I'm not saying. Or Han Edge. I'm not saying Honge. <laughs> I think you have to Hon-edge. if you're going to have it on your team. Who else you got? Renault is a Venusaur now, level 37. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think Venusaurs are a real step down in that evolutionary line. I like it still, but it doesn't follow what you think is going to happen, that it's all like cuties. Ivysaur is the cutest of that. Oh, Ivysaur is my favorite. Yeah. But I like Venusaur. I think some of the Venusaur sprites are pretty rough. <laughs> it's definitely hit or miss. That's fair. I guess my defense is more of like overarchingly, I think the concept is smart. Sure. And like, okay, it's like the first one, so like, Sure. I'll probably switch it out at some point to keep things interesting, but we'll see. Maybe not. Yeah, I would say I feel pretty good about three of these, but I'm not sure about the rest. Yeah, I'm in the same boat with my team, which we'll get to. But I think even between this week and next, which we're going to record in about 10 minutes, there was a lot of movement. Yeah. Who else you got? John the second is the Delphox now, level 38. I love the Delphox design. Yeah. Love the. I like the Delphox lifestyle. I would say. Yeah, it's cool. I like it's it. It's like a wizard fox. I think it it gets overshadowed by this Gen's iconic Pokemon. Oh, Greninja. Greninja. Yeah. Would you call Greninja the the mascot of this game? Yeah, it's a breakaway for sure. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's commonly regarded as the best of the starters, and then it also was buoyed by the fact that it's in. Super Smash Brothers. It was introduced in Super Smash Brothers and the Wii U, which came out now. That set it aside, set it apart. So yeah, but I like Delphox. I'm into it. Yeah, I like Delphox too. And then we got Jean Duke, who is a Raichu now, level 36. Love that you're insisting on running a Raichu when I know that you're going to run a Raichu next game. I know. I that's what's <laughs> making me feel guilty about it. Why I'm not sure I will actually keep running Raichu, but. There are at least a couple of other electric Pokemon that I have my eyes on. Like I said, I was trying to catch an Electrike. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of that uh, Heliolisk as well. I don't think I encountered any Heliolisks. Well, Heliolisk is the evolved form of Helioptile. Oh, 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 oh. Helioptile in a glittering cave that we encountered. Yeah, those guys are pretty silly. Yeah, they seem kind of lighthearted, like having a good time. <laughs> Just kind of bopping around. So I might I might do that. I might make a swap there if I keep an electric, which I'm bound to do. I just don't know who it is. Yeah. Then we have who I called Son Savage last episode, but it really should be Son Severe. Okay. Is the name of one of uh, Joan of Arc's compatriots. Cool name. In real life. But I, I guess for some reason it was Savage for me. But Saint Severe, that's fucking sick. Yeah, it's a cool name. That's a cool name. Sounds like a fucking Warhammer name. So we might see that come out instead at some point. Uh, Pangoro, level 36. <sighs> yeah, we'll talk about Pangoro. Yeah, I mean, if we both have them, then... We don't. Somebody's going to back down. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we'll see. I'm liking it, but I'm not loving it. I have dropped my Pangoro, which we'll get into next week. So then we have a newcomer, San... Is that it? Son? Saint? I think it's son. 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 It's always something. Son. You, you gotta swallow the tea a little son. bit. I don't know, though, Josh. Again, I don't Catherine. speak French. Son. Catherine. <laughs> Whatever. Amora. Yeah. Level 32. Wow. You did it. I'm doing it. I um, still haven't even... I want to see how it goes. Still haven't even brought my fossil to the fossil place yet. I guess I should get on that because it'd probably be pretty fun to have a little time run running around yeah i think so and it's fun having this run around this amora lovemaker 69 is here to make love Mm -hmm. 
across the Kalos region. Oh, yeah, and I should say I'm Joan of Arceus, and I'm assembling a chivalrous band of knights to sally forth across Kalos and right the wrongs. And you better believe if my pack of Pokemon ever comes across it, uh, your band of merry men, we're going to be making some sweet love, starting with Dr. Rachel Dublade, level 37. Liking it? Yeah, it's cool. I'm really eager to, to evolve it into whatever I'm Age assuming slash. it's called, like, Three Blades. <laughs> it's Age of Slash. Age of Slash. But I need a Dusk Stone, and I don't know where to get a Dusk Stone. I certainly don't have one yet. No. Davis Pangoro, level 34. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about Pangoro's place on my team next episode. Uh, here's a spoiler. He doesn't have one anymore. <laughs> All right. Makeout Champ, Go Goat, level 37. Pontiac has become a Talonflame, wow. level 36. Frogger is Frogadier, level 33. And I don't know how this happened, Joshua. I was under the impression that if you catch a male Ralts, it evolves into a Gallade no matter what you do. But somehow, my male Ralts, Raphael, has evolved into a Gardevoir, level 33. (laughs) I don't know why. I just thought, I guess I never looked it up and just assumed the males evolved into Gallade. Curlia evolves at level 30 to Gardevoir by default. And then if you use a Dawnstone and it's a male, you get Gallade. So you might have made a mistake if you wanted a Gallade specifically. I don't have a Dawnstone either. So I did want a Gallade specifically. I got a Gardevoir. It's cut from the team. We'll talk about it next week. Joshua, how'd you do against Corinna? And did you have fun in her her pretty interesting gym? I hated it. You hated her gym? Yeah, because I just don't want to be on these. I don't be, like being made oh, to be skates. on the ra- roller skates. <laughs> yeah. It's set up like a MOBA arena a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you have to skate around. You must be on your skates. It's a skate gym, even though she's a fighting type gym leader. Well, what would she be? Skating type? I guess I steal. If you were a trainer in a Pokemon game, you would probably be skating type. Because you like all those speedy little Pokemon. You make all your Pokemon so speedy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's what you have to do in this gym, too, is you have to hunt down her trainers. You have to f- like come up behind them and surprise them and capture them to, uh, to do battles with them. And then once you've done battles with all four of the trainers, uh, a new rail opens up. It's like a fucking Tony Hawk level. You grind, yeah. Yeah, and then you grind in and you do battle with Corinna, who's got... What does she have? Gonna guess a Lucario. Nope. Nope. She put them away. <laughs> Surprisingly. Although, thankfully, because we're going to get tired of fighting those things. And she has a Mindfu, level 29. Yuck. A Machoke, level 28. Yuck. And a Halucha, level 32. I love Halucha's. I'm seeing Halucha's like official art for the first time. Yeah. So funny. He's got like, he's doing like a, a jump from the ropes. Yeah, he's like a wrestler. Yeah, I love him. I'm in love with him. You're right. I don't know why I was such a wet blanket before when you were talking about how cute he is. Right? Look at him. He's got it all. He's a luchadore. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Uh, Joshua, I had a Pokemon in this gym called Dubledge, and it single one hit KO'd every single Pokemon it encountered. I mean, I had my Hone Edge still. Hone Edge. Uh, so I wasn't even benefiting from Dublades better stats but do you have aerial ace on there too yeah yeah <laughs> aerial ace um i don't know why it learns aerial ace but it's handy that it did because it got me through this entire gym yeah that is what i did it here also <laughs> <laughs> even with hone edge it was fine so she's we crushed defeated yeah uh we've claimed the rumble badge rumble badge we get the use of surf in the field and uh, TM98 power up punch. Uh, spoiler alert, we get it right away. Yeah. Essentially, like as you're leaving the gym, uh, Serena slash Caleb come up to you and they're like, hey, here's surf. Bye. <laughs> what a supportive group. So, yeah, and that's the that's the gym beat, Joshua. Corinna, very easy. That's it, Josh. That's it. Now we have to go claim our Mega Ring and learn about Mega Evolutions for real. The whole point of this game so far. Uh, unless like she's going to be like, she's also going to be like, your princess is in another castle. You're going to get to her. Like the Mega, what's his name? Gherkin. 
you're gonna get to gherkin he's gonna be like oh sorry i only know about mega evolving uh actually Lucario. the actually the carbinks queen has it in the kingdom of jewels so <laughs> good luck ah <laughs> uh, joshua yes my name has been the denner aka tana green ring and i'm joined by my co-host halu josh aka joshua fielstead this has been experience share it's a pokemon podcast Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and do follow the show everywhere that you follow podcasts and do follow us at expsharepod on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, which is where you can hang out with the community of a thousand members now, which is also great. Wow. Uh, And that is where you can also participate in the weekly level checks to become the trainer of the season. And then you can crush us. Or not because we have OP. Yeah, yeah. Cool we'll, guy teams. We'll win this time. Yeah. Yeah. We've also got a brand, a hot spanking new website. Oh, yeah. Which is expsharepod.com, just like our social channels. And that used to just be listen to the episode. Yeah. But we've got that. Plus, we've got an about us page. We've got learn all about us. You can learn all about us. You can see pictures of we've us. we got links to all of our social pages. Uh, we've got a link to the merch store, and that's not all. The merch store has some new merch in it. It's got a resurrected Tanner's You Make Me Barf Pokemon of oh, the Week t-shirt. It's back. it's back. Get it while you can. Get it before Nintendo takes in it In case down. Nintendo pulls it again. <laughs> but we worked with artist and bug catcher Matthew New, who made yep. Joshy Sweetie and the bug catcher designs as well to... Uh, Hopefully resurrect this one, at least for a limited time. So get that uh, either at the new website, expsharepod.com or expsharemerch.com to go there directly. I honestly thought that I was maybe going to be the only person in the world who had a You Make Me Barf Pokemon shirt because I managed to get one before Nintendo took down the first design. Not anymore. Uh, And I think I was the only one. But enjoy that shirt. It's a really good shirt. And every time my son sees it, he makes me explain who every single Pokemon is on it. Yeah, because each letter is a different Pokemon. And it's got a couple of swaps that we hope won't get any kind of copyright infringement. Joshua, bug catchers. Goodbye. Smell you later. <laughs>